How's my volume? Your volume is fantastic. Good. Everything is great. Boring conversation anyway. Luke, we're going to have company. Um, all right. There's cake. What's that? There's cake? There's, no, there's going to be company, not cake. I thought you said, Luke, we're going to have cake. No, com- like, yes! company. <laughs> where, where are we having cake? I would love some cake of cake. I would love some cake. You know what I'm excited about? Let me, can I just bring us in and be done with it? Sure. This episode of Geek Out Loud, we love trailers, and we've got a few to talk about. Also, is that a familiar ship there? That new Rogue One TV spot. Also, uh, I'm rocking, I'm rolling. It's your safe place to geek out. Welcome to Geek Out Loud. My name is Steve Glosson. So glad to be along with you. And uh, sorry for the delay in getting some episodes out around the Goliverse. It has been a wild week or so, and uh, another move has happened. But here we are. We are uh, here. And um, and I'm trying and to... Here be then. Mm, I'm trying to do two things at once. And let me go ahead and introduce... The man with the plan. I, God, I hate it when I say stupid stuff like that. He's my dumb. That was, look, I'll give you. I'll give you a reprieve. You want to do that again? Yeah, yeah. Let me start over again with that. And let me introduce my podcasting partner for life. You didn't know he was going to be here, but I did. Ladies and gentlemen, Derek Russell. What if they read the episode description? Whoever reads that. That's true. I usually, I usually, I, a couple of times in the old shoe days, I used to just put, you're not even reading this, are you? <laughs> and let me introduce my podcasting partner for live, Steve Glossom. Hi, welcome to Geek Out Loud. Hi. I want to introduce the featured supporter for this week from patreon.com slash geek out loud, Derek. It's Steve Glossom. No, it's Chocolate Thunder. Basically, that was my name in high school. Mm-hmm, but basically, he's the Black Thor, smiting his enemies with a mighty smite and looking cool while he does it. That's Chocolate Thunder, our featured supporter from patreon.com slash geekoutloud. And you can be a supporter there at patreon.com slash geekoutloud. If you are so inclined, we appreciate all of your support. And um, His name is Chocolate Thunder? That's what he supported under. Like Canadian or something? Mm, I think <laughs> Canadian. I don't know if he's Canadian or not. Chocolate. They have, get in, they have a lot of color names up there. Yeah, Chocolate, get in touch with me. Bert, Sienna, Foster. I, that's my that's my Canadian cousin. Oh, Bert, Sienna, Foster. 
Burnt Sienna Foster. Is that his first and middle name along with the last it's a name? She. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Get that straight first off. Well, it's hard to tell with Canadians. Yeah. They don't even know how mm -mm. to No. Mm -mm. Happy to be here. What's that? I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you here. I well, sent good. we're all happy. I sent you something via the email the other day. Did you? That I'd totally forgotten ever existed. That's a rap? Yes. What was that? I don't know. I, I replied back and I said, I have never heard this before in my life. I can't remember why. There was that... something else you sent, too, that equally I had no recollection of. You didn't remember the whole... Uh, it was the ad. It was the, the video of our return, of Geek Out Loud well, returning. Yeah, okay, yes, yes, yes. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me do that again. Go ahead. <laughs> That's a different version. Right. Because right. I just recently watched U175 all the way through. Through why I don't know. I it was when I was. I'll tell you why. Did you cry? I do not cry. <laughs> I just answered my own question. I was watching it while I was cataloging all the old episodes mm -hmm. to get back online at smallvillepodcast.com. Yeah, and uh, and I watched all the way through, and I watched that trailer at the end, mm -hmm. and then realized when watching your version of it that that's not the same trailer. Really. Did we do like a did we Lucas that thing? Did we do a special edition? I may have. I don't know. Um, it's fancy. Yeah, I was. I was like, I can't. And like, I don't remember how I made it. Like, I'm like, do I still twenty minutes on it? I'm like, do I still have this program to do this stuff? Microsoft Paint. My <laughs> I did it word art. I did it word art. Yeah. Oh man, I love some word art. I would use the heck out of some word art back in the day. And I probably still would if I had Word. Word. I keep hoping that Google Docs will have some type of Word art. I, I think they know better. What? That's the greatest. Word art? Yeah. They're, they're using you as their pitch man. Look what you can do. Look what you can do. You can make it look, you can make it pop. Don't, uh, don't go all journalistic snob on me now. Come on. You you have a special place in your heart for word art. On a PowerPoint presentation, it's the best. I've I've won many a, a sales retreat. That's right. <laughs> I've won over many a I've won work many work. a sales retreats. <laughs> oh man. Um well where do we start, Derek, with this situation? Well, it's nineteen eighty five. Mm-hmm. Korea had just ended. No, I'm saying where do we start on this particular show? Oh, which one is this? This is Geek Out Loud. Oh, I'm on Geek Out Loud? The the official podcast of geekoutloud.com. Oh, text my mom. This is awesome. <laughs> text my mom. Mama. Hey, mama. <laughs> mama. <laughs> Used to be it was, I'm on TV, but now I'm on Geek Out Loud. I'm on Geek Out Loud. She says the same thing every time I text her that I'm on Geek Out Loud. What's new phone, who's this? New, fo new phone, who this? <laughs> new phone, who this? You think she'd learn? I'm your son. I'm I have no son. It's a it's a funny back and forth we have. Oh yeah. Are you are you sure you're texting your mom? I'm pretty sure she doesn't remember me. Hmm. Well, I I remember you. I remember you. Oh goodness! Already belting it out. Well, I was just trying to do a parody. You, you, you. Uh, well, that wasn't a parody though. That was the actual. Song. No, when you said when you said you're going to text your mama and tell you're going to geek out loud, I was trying to do mama. Oh, I didn't hear that. I just I'm going geek out loud. 
Steve put a gun up to my head. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, I kind of forced it. Press record now. Um, <laughs> I got nothing. I got nowhere to go after And then that. I said, Mama, ooh, uh, the show had just begun. <laughs> it's already off the rails. Um, but now he's got it. Screw the whole <laughs> Screw the whole thing up. Mama. <laughs> Didn't mean to go off track. If I'm not back before this time tomorrow, carry on, carry on. This podcast really doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it does. This is the most important. This is the flagship. This is the flagship of the Goliverse. That's indeed true. Yeah. yeah. The, the Goliverse named, in a way, for... The, this, is the, this is the Red Five of the Goliverse. Red Five standing by. Red October standing by. Red Fox standing by. Simply Red standing by. <laughs> well, that's, there, there, that's how you get started talking about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, indeed. Which we got a lot to talk about. I want to start talking. I want to talk first. I would. You did not tell me until the other day that mm-hmm. you read Catalyst. Which book of the Bible is that? Mm-hmm. That would be the one right after Maps. Ah, um, <laughs> the first Maps or second Maps? Fifth. Um, ah, in the de- book of Catalyst. It depends on what what version about. No, the Rogue One prequel novel. Yeah, I try to at least scan these. Mm-hmm. I. I you couldn't do it before, right? With the legends, with all the stuff that's non-canon now, mm-hmm. because there was just every every week there was a new book, right? And when like I was, I probably gave up in junior high, maybe freshman year, I stopped reading the books. I, so I, I never learned. To, I never learned to read. Well, that that that's what <laughs> I can't read or write. <laughs> uh, that yeah, that's one thing that'll keep you off of it. So I I gave up fifteen twenty years ago mm-hmm. trying to keep up with what happened after return of the Jedi. Right. Um, so I've gone through a couple of these. Now I read, uh, I scanned through bloodline was bloodline. That last one that just came out. <clears throat> That's the princess Leia one, right? Yeah, I, I went through that one and I hated the, the ones that came rolling out before force awakens the aftermath trilogy yeah yeah well there's only two of them out right now well the third one's coming mm-hmm. empire's end those are bad they're they're very weirdly written that well i felt they're almost condescending how do you mean i feel like i can't talk down to okay when, when reading them all right i feel like i'm getting talked down to like have all been done by the same author well they they have been well you mean like the those the trilogy the aftermath trilogy yeah they're all done by the same guy and i feel like that shouldn't right. have been done well sure it should i mean that's how they've always done well the, and i have no offense to that author i'm not saying i just to keep it you know well when right. you talk about being talked down to that's what i feel like whenever i see his stuff on social media when people question him about things he he really kind of gets defensive it seems like What's his name? Chuck Wendig, he's a good dude, apparently. I mean, I don't want to speak ill of the guy, but... Um, no, I, and I'm not. I just, I, I, you know, the whole thing with, especially the new movies, is bringing in new life force and mm-hmm. not having the same uh, vision for every single one of these. Yeah. Keeping it 
you know, keeping it fresh. Yeah. But I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this, uh, the, the catalyst, um, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't expecting a lot of action or anything. I was expecting more of like a political intrigue kind of, kind of novel. And that's kind of what I got out of it. <clears throat> um, I really liked it. I liked Oh, you read it. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't tell me that. Oh, I did too, because I told you in the text. You said you couldn't read. Did you listen to it? I did. Audible. Oh. Mm-hmm. Who reads it? Um, I think Chuck, not Chuck Davis. Who is Chuck Davis? I Let me look. Like... I can tell you real quick <clears throat> while we're talking. But mm-hmm. um, but I knew that this was going to set up a lot of the uh, a lot of the um, what am I trying to think? Relationships that we'll see in Rogue yeah. One. I mean, if you want to delve in deeper to the flashback that we've been privy to in most mm-hmm. all the trailers for Rogue One, um, the relationship between Krennic and and um, Jen's dad, uh, Galen, that's really where. This book yeah. lies. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and, and and really, I think more than anything, what it does or what it did for me is there, there's kind of this air of whether or not Galen's a good guy or a bad guy. Galen Urso. And yeah. Mm-hmm. In the um, trailers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every time they're brief, Mon Moth and them are briefing Jen, they're like, your father's building a weapon. Right. Well, you know, he's not really. He's not a bad guy. No. Being for, his hand is being forced. Right. What you find out in, in Catalyst, and this I don't think this is spoilers because it's not spoiling the movie, it's spoiling the book Catalyst. So if you don't want that spoiled, well, turn off for a few seconds. What you find out is that he was researching the kyber crystals, and Krennic, who, was, who had been his friend, I mean, this is almost a Lex Luthor Superman situation if Galen had superpowers. Or... or- Zod and Jor-El. Yes, and uh, because uh, Galen is thinking he's doing research for what safe, like clean energy, basically. Yeah, and <clears throat> Krennic goes behind his back with other researchers and takes his research to channel the power into a weaponized form. And they need Urso. They need Galen Urso's mind to be able to kind of, I guess, finalize everything. And, and apparently that's the flashback where he comes and basically by force takes Urso. And I imagine what we're going to see in the movie is is Urso's family threatened. Um, should he not comply? And, yeah. and and so therefore he he will end up complying. And um, I, it got me jazzed. I mean, I was already jazzed. I mean, the minute we saw the white you know, very light gray star destroyer in front of the death star, you know, with that dish being put in place, I was ready to roll. I was on board and way back with like the, the first real look at it or whatever. And, um, and surprisingly they were ahead of a schedule, ahead of schedule for construction. So that's good. That's right. <laughs> right. And, um, and so, uh, so this just the catalyst got me more pumped for it. Just, you know, there was a lot to it that I didn't expect. I mean, like you end up, in the clone, you open up in there at the end of the Clone Wars, basically. Well, I mean, you—that's what I was going to say. I think one of the most exciting things about this, not only giving you, because we're going to watch Rogue One and go, oh yeah, we remember that from Catalyst. You know, there's mm-hmm. going to be things that that tie in and, and connect really well. But at the same time, there's all this stuff from the prequels that ties in. I mean, you're at Genosis, mm-hmm. um, where you know the drone uh, 
Poggle the Lesser. Is, yeah. is, it's working on the Death Star. Yep, yep. Poggle the Lesser is, it makes an appearance, which is just, you know, it's like, uh, here's the thing. James Lucino wrote this book, and James Lucino is a fantastic Star Wars author. He wrote Plagueis. Um, and, and to me, Plagueis is almost like his opus. Plagueis is his opus because in that book, it took him forever apparently to to write because he researched everything so thoroughly that you could you could do footnotes and have an appendix to reference everything that he put in there as far as like you know all the Star Wars material that's out there and this is no different I mean it's not as thick it's not as um as meaty and uh, you know with references as as a as a book like Plagueis was but it is I definitely like three hundred pages or something yeah it's a read. But but James Lucino knows Star Wars, and and he's not afraid to reference these eras that you know, kind of have a bad have left apparently a bad taste in people's mouth, because you don't hear anyone talking about the prequel era necessarily in in new Star Wars. Um, with, no, and I remember saying something, and maybe it was Rebels, or maybe it was. Force Awakens, but I remember having the conversation with you and going, "That's our really our first step back into the or the only." Well, it's when Kylo Ren says maybe a clone army would be the way to go. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. And that's the I mean, and that's a reference there too. And of course, you hear you uh, and McGregor during uh, Ray's flash uh, force back. Yeah, yeah, that's not as blatant as dialogue Mm -mm. no uh -uh. but it is uh you know it it's still it's there but they but but lucino doesn't shy away it seems from from stuff like that and of course i guess rebels hasn't either with rex being on and in ahsoka and everything but well um, and you got to give some uh credence to the fact i mean the first time for the prequels the first time you ever see the death star is on genosis mm -hmm. at hologram right yeah so, yeah. I mean, you, you the, the dots have to be connected somewhere. Oh, my gosh. I remember that moment. So, oh, I was so excited. I was like, look, there's the Death Star. Oh, my God. It's a round thing. So, but. Um, the episode three. Look at it. Look at, there it yeah. is. Look at Our that. schedule. Look at the skeleton. Um, yeah, but in two, this book gave, Catalyst gives you a lot of info on, like, how they're building it and. And it starts to kind of tie some threads together. I've been saying, watching Rebels for the past few years, that you know all the mining and everything the Empire's doing that they're that they were really at that point in history, you know, putting all their efforts into finishing up the Death Star. And and I expected Rebels to end with the Ghost Crew being the ones to steal the Death Star plans. And um, that's not happening apparently. <laughs> <laughs> or it could but it might be part of it it that it might very well be which brings us to that tv spot that you showed me the other day one of many that i think it's like in three different tv we're up to 30 something tv spots yeah, at 59 i think is the 59 i'm making up numbers oh okay yeah um 37 37 uh but this uh row <laughs> At the same time, um, the uh, no, there's that shot of all the ships, and you're like, I think the ghost is in there. 
I did. I saw it, and I, I immediately texted you. The, yeah, I was like, is this a ghost? And there, it looks and, like a ghost. And I'm sitting there eating Chinese food thinking, what's he talking about? And, he, and I saw that. And, like, when I click the link, the, the, the still frame, you know, that YouTube has is, is the image for their – it was the image of all those ships. And I'm like, yeah, that's the ghost. Like, immediately, there was no doubt in my mind that that's the ghost. And – or a similar freighter. Well, and they and they may say it's a similar freighter, and that's fine. But I I just think it's the ghost. They may it. make no reference to it at all, and you just see that ship and hope it's the ghost. I imagine that's what it's going to be. Uh, but I told you before we start recording, I would absolutely love it if the fleet was assembling and they came over the radio. You just heard a voice. You don't have to see any of them. Yeah, you just hear Hera say, "This is Phoenix Squadron standing by." Yes. You know, or we're ready or whatever the case may be. And I would, yeah, that would be. I'd, that'd be more than enough for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Listen, to me, it's more than enough that that ship is there. Because that tells me that at least some element of Rebels survives at least to this point. Yes. And, um, you know, if not all of them, at least a few of them. And, yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, I am in the pocket of this movie so hard like i am all about rogue one right now to the point that it, there's been so there's been a lot of other stuff that's kind of come about that i haven't paid as much attention to as maybe i normally would if if there wasn't if there weren't if if there was if we weren't a week out from a new star wars movie yeah and i didn't know how i would feel like this time last year i didn't know how i would feel going into a star wars movie every year but I'm digging it. I mean, I told you way back when, when these started getting announced, before we ever saw Force Awakens, I was more excited for this than I was Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Because, and I feel like a broken record, because I feel like every time I've been on Geek Out Loud lately, I say this, but it, it, you know, I made this point again to somebody last night, and they were like, oh, I hadn't thought about it like this. Up to this point in history, even though Legends does, you know, stories, mm-hmm. the non-canon stuff now, this is the first thing you ever hear about in Star Wars. Right. Like, in 1977, opening crawl, this is the first story you're told mm-hmm. before you ever meet Luke or anybody else. So this really excites me to no end to get to watch this story unfold. Well, and I also love the way that it apparently opens. Based on, uh, you know, people that have seen... They've had events where people have watched 20 minutes worth of it or 30 minutes worth of it. And 28 minutes, I think. Yeah, and the opening is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and then... You just smash cut the space. Yeah, and you go into uh, uh, the the flashback scene, I guess, and there's some action, and then it opens. It's like 15 or so minutes long. And then then title card, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, Um, which is very much in line with Rebels... And kind of Clone Wars, not so much Clone Wars I, as I thought about it. Clone Wars had that whole. Sir, what's that? Yeah, they did. They did the opening crawl with a voice. Yeah, um, but this is very much the way a Rebels. Time of peril. What's that? A time of peril. Yeah, <laughs> the Jedi are on. Yeah, Christosis in crisis. I bet he and the just and the Hall of Justice guy. Is their friends? That's the same guy who does that. Who um who does that? He's the voice of Yoda, Tom Kane. Yeah. Also, uh, he and all of Justice dude are, are big buddies. They, yeah, they go 
something together. Meanwhile, he, meanwhile, he also does the um, scrubbing bubbles commercials. Good to know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, anywho, does he get paid for each per bubble. I, man, I would hope so. He deserves it. That's good. Good dude. Good, good, good for him. Good dude. Good Yoda. He did bring something to Yoda that I don't know that Yoda ever had, and it's the he always says yes, mm, yes. He always can adds he, yes. He, uh, can he do the um, seagull song in Rogue One? The seagull song. Oh, Steve, tell me you have heard Yoda singing the seagulls. You know what? Someone sent me that link, and I haven't had I haven't watched it. Yet. Oh, Steve, shall I right now? Even though you won't be able to hear it, do about thirty seconds of it. Okay. Don't do the full three minute version. Just Yoda, do the beginning. Seagulls. Okay. Dear God, how have you not heard this? Rocking and rolling. Okay. Down to the beach, I'm strolling. All right, we've got an ad coming. I, someone had linked me this, and I just haven't. Like, it's one of those things. How that, you not seen this? It's fantastic. Well, it's one of those things that kind of come across on the, um, you know, the feed or the whatever. It, it's one of those that gets old after about a minute and a half into it, and you're like, dear God. And then it comes back around. And, and you're laughing hysterically at it again by the end thoughts. of it. Penny for your thoughts. I hate Brenda, and a bad guy hit me in the shin, and I peed all in my pants. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing a little music can't help. Rockin', rockin' now, rollin'. <laughs> Down to the beach, I'm strollin'. <laughs> but the seagulls poke at my head, not fun. I said, seagulls, mm, stop it now. <laughs> Everyone told me not to stroll on that beach. Oh, well. <laughs> That's glorious. Oh, there's like three more minutes of it after that. And Brenda made me mad and I peed my pants. Rockin'. You got into the song, though, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Rocking, rocking, and rolling. Picked up my head. <laughs> I said, Seagull, <laughs> stop it now. <laughs> oh, bad lip reading. I'm going to have to, uh, that, that'll be our closing song for this episode. Excellent. That's perfect. I can't believe I haven't watched that yet. Uh, it's good. Um, <clears throat> so anyhow, that's Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> in a nutshell. In a nutshell, Seagull song. Um all of, that to say, I am jazzed for next week. Yes, I'm yeah, way more jazzed than I was before Force Awakens. I don't. Yeah, I. Mm, mm, I'm. Mm. I'm excited about what we the possibilities of things we might see. Like, right? Might we see C-3PO? Might we see Leia? Might we see? I don't know. Yeah, I'd, you told me before we started. I might be surprised at the attention to detail to the Skywalker family. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. I was just being... Oh, you were just being a jerk. Yeah, I was just being a jerk. Okay. I don't... Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of digging the idea. I mean, look, we were used to... We're used to Star Wars. If you've been watching Rebels, not just you, Derek, but the listeners as well, if, any, if, if someone's been watching Rebels and they're used to Star Wars without the Skywalkers. Yeah. But I do think that what will happen is, I think Cheer It... Cheer It! Cheer It! Cheer It! Cheer It! Cheer It! The blind dude? I can't, I can't do all their names yet. Mm-hmm. 
I, and that bothers me. I'll get it by the end of the movie, but I'm still having trouble with all their names. Yeah. The the only one I can't remember, there's a there's a dude, um, it's not Cassian Andor, and it's of course it's not Jenner, so, so cheer it's Cassian, is that how you say it? Cassian, yeah. The only one I got for sure now is K two SO, because mm-hmm. God I'm gonna love him. Tuso. Um you got but Cheer it Mway, Cheer it, Cheer it is the blind guy, and Baze Malbus is the big Asian dude. And then there's the other guy who is like an Imperial defector that he's the one that says it's a uh, rogue, rogue one. Um, I can't think of his name. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. There's I, more. I always forget about him. Um, but anyhow, I think Chirrut is, may actually be the one who says, who may refer to something to do with the Skywalkers or the prophecy of the force or something. And I think he Bodhi? may. In, Bodhi. That's right. That's the other guy. Bodie Rook. Bodie Rook. Bodie Went Rook. High school with a name guy, with a guy named Bodie Rook. He was a jerk. Yeah. Bodie Rook. Bodie Rooks. He pantsed me. Oh, yeah? In front yeah. of everyone? Did you ever really get pantsed in school? No. I did. It's a good lie, though. I did one time. I was wearing... and I should, It's my own fault. I was wearing sweatpants. But you were wearing something under, right? I mean, yeah, underwear, but still, you don't want to get... Well, yeah, but it's just a bad day to go commando to get pantsed. Well, I never went commando. I was always scared That's to go commando. Good for you, Steve. Yeah. So, <laughs> good for you, Steve. Thank you for that information. Man. <laughs> um, anyhow, where were we? Uh, right about here. Right about there. Uh, oh, Star Wars, done. No more talking. See you. See No, the other, there's been a couple other things happen. Uh, trailers hit, that sort of thing, that are worth talking about let's start with the transformers all right let's let's end on a high note and Ooh. and we'll start with the transformers um how about not, that thing? not do what how about that thing the transformers yeah I, look i love it i love the transformers I, um i tell you anthony hopkins now being in everything nerd right mm-hmm. now right makes more sad that we never saw him as jor-el Oh my gosh! That yeah, that would have been amazing. But also, season of Westworld, and now he's pretty much got the entire voiceover in this trailer, at least for the first half of it. Right, and he's Odin. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, Odin's kind of the one that started it all. God, he what? Yeah, yeah. I just didn't even consider that. I, I, Anthony Hopkins just said, "You know what? In my final days of my career, I'm just going to make all the money I can." Going to make people happy, and we're going to add on lots of wings to this house. I just decided I'd make money. Um, this this whole thing, this trailer is: are they traveling through time, or are there actual like modern day Nazis? I mean, it looks like it's a it's a time spanning situation. I'm because we go back to King Arthur times, <clears throat> right? Well, but I got some. I got to ask you something. Go for it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna word it like this. Um, I have two questions mainly. Mm-hmm. One, I guess the biggest WTF moment of the whole thing is we see Optimus Prime fighting Bumblebee. I mean, about to kill Bumblebee. Just, I mean, straight up murder. Mm-hmm. Murder straight, Bumblebee. Straight up murder. Forgive me. Forgive um, me. So, in your favorite movie of all time, the Transformers movie, mm-hmm. the, PG, the, the animated PG-13 movie. Well, it's not PG-13, it's PG. Is it not PG-13? Mm-hmm. I thought it was. No, it's PG. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Optimus Prime dies. Yes, he does. 
It's very sad. They yes, have a funeral is. for him mm-hmm. and the whole thing. Play the bag, play the you know Autobot yeah. bagpipes and all that. Mm, not really, but go ahead. Uh, in my version, they do. Oh, all right. Um, in the show after that movie, he came back as like a zombie, didn't he? There was an episode where he came back as a zombie. Yes. Is that what's happening here? I'm not sure. Um, I I think. Because at the end of the last one, like he was going after his creators or something, yeah. And so I think that maybe, but what we see is him just floating in space, all froze up and everything. Um, so like hack him or something and turn him evil. It, it could be that, or it could be there's something going on where he knows that he has to put on a show or something. I don't know. But all right, I mean, let me ask you this: There's a big thing in the trailer. That looks like it's about to eat the moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From my limited knowledge of remembering the old TV show that mm-hmm. I used to watch, mm-hmm. and I've not watched since, is that the Unicron? Unicron. I think it is. I think it's Unicron. Dude, I'd be so happy if I got that right. I hadn't watched that show since I was a kid. I mean, that was my first thought was when I saw it. Well, Unicron was just in the movie. Well, I say that. There was an episode where... I- wasn't it in the TV show? Well, there was an episode where he gave Starscream his body back, but he was trying to come back to life, but they stopped that. But Unicron's real threat was in the movie. That's when he was um, eating planets and taking names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but yeah, the... Uh, the sure, since I watched that, the movie, so maybe that's where I'm pulling it from. But yeah, you're pulling it from the movie. Yeah, it's, it's Unicron. And I, that's what I thought when I saw it. I'm like, that's Unicron. Does that excite you? Yes, it excites me. Yes. Yes. Listen. I mean, he's straight up eating the moon. Well, it looks like he is. It looks like maybe he's just bypassing like this is just a snack. That's a that's a moon. That's what a would moon. really excite me is if they somehow just you were able to use the dialogue that Orson Welles recorded for the original Unicron. Because he didn't talk much. So Orson Welles did the voice? That's right. It was one of his last roles ever. Wow, I did not know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, they could totally do that then. And you know, Leonard Nimoy played Galvatron in. Yeah, I knew that in the uh, in the movie, as well as Judd Nelson was Hot Rod. I did know Judd Nelson was Hot Rod. Eric Idle was. Uh, uh, the, Eric Idle was in that thing. He was Junkar. Yeah. Good gosh, I don't remember any of that. Junkion. He spoke TV. Well. uh... That teaser didn't do a whole lot for me. No, not a lot, but here's I've got theories that I have about the Transformers, and I want to run them by you. See Has what it you got think. something to do with King Arthur's sword? Mm, no, it has something to do with a shared universe. I think it's got something to do with King Arthur's sword. Go ahead. No, my theories. <laughs> well, no. that was my theory. Oh. I just shared it with you. What, do, what does what have something to do with King Arthur's sword? The movie. Oh, sure. Yeah, The Last night. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's something about King Arthur's sword. It's a key to something. I I would agree with that. Okay. I don't have there, problems. I just did the, I, that. You're welcome, Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Did your work for you. Yeah. Chief. Um, all I want to know is, are you happy with your haircut? Um, the Hasbro had said a while back, and it's actually happening in the comics, that they wanted to do a shared universe with Transformers, G.I. Joe, Mask, and they mentioned Visionaries. Um, in their whole dealio. And I'm thinking that this is a step in that direction. I think that by bringing in... 
there's the whole scene with the Nazis and everything, and I think we may get a taste of the G.I. Joe stuff starting there. Obviously, um, or it could just be an Indiana Jones thing where they're after like an occult artifact. You mentioned the sword having something to do with it. When you get into magic and mysticism, you get into like the visionaries or whatever they were called. Um, and and I think I think this movie is going to take steps to set up a shared universe with Transformers, G.I. Joe, etc. at all. What else would we set up with? I don't know. I mean, you couldn't. I, I, I don't know that GI Joe had the following to be able to say, "Oh, this is the GI Joe movie." Then don't you know to get butts in seats? I didn't watch that second one. The second one was actually good. The problem is, is everyone was dead. I hated the, the first. One. The first one, if it had come out in the mid '80s, man, at the height of GI Joe versus yeah, that Cobra, was the '80s movie. It was. I like to pretend that the Expendables trilogy is, G. I. Joe, is a G.I. Joe movie. That works for me, too. The, uh, the, the, the first G.I. Joe movie, The Rise of Cobra, I, I, when I got out of that, I'm like, somebody watched Star Wars. I mean, there was a sword fight and a trench run. I remember very... The only thing I remember about it was Damon Wayans and those accelerator suits. Mm-hmm. And the Eiffel Tower falling over. It, it disintegrated, Derek. Well, it fell over first. Right. Well, because it, it was disintegrating. Yeah, I know. I just, we're, you're splitting hairs. Okay. The big, the big shot, the money shot of it was it falling over. Right. Because it was disintegrating. I'm not <laughs> negating the fact that it disintegrated. <laughs> it was those metal-eating metal things. Memorable moment is, is it falling? Is it's falling over, not that it disintegrates. Because it's disintegrating. I understand that it's disintegrating. I don't care. It, the part of the movie I remember is the fact that it fell over. The, the what fell don't over? Don't you say because it disintegrated. You're talking about the Eiffel Tower? Yeah. Yeah, that was a big part of that, that trailer. That was like the money shot of their trailer. Like I remember the White House blowing up from Independence Day, but I don't need to remember why the White House blew up. That I was Aliens. Blow it up. That was aliens that blew it yeah, up. Yeah, I know. I understand that. They Good also, God, I watched that movie on the plane. Oh, I haven't seen it. Was it bad? It was god awful. Now, it wasn't even like so bad it was fun. Now, wait a minute. On a scale of, I don't know, Fantastic Four or Fantastic, if you will, to that either. What's that? You didn't see I that? Didn't don't Fantastic. waste. Don't waste your time. I mean, I hate to be negative on the geek out loud, but don't waste your time. Um. So, how bad was it? I mean, how much do you love Independence Day? I love it so much. It's going to make you not love it as much. Oh, come on. Like, it makes me look, think about that other movie and be like, really? Like, Independence Day is bad. It's a bad movie, the first one. But it's one of those that, I mean, it's cheesy and it's popcorny, but it's fun. And they pull it off and they make you want to pump your fist in the sky after... Bill it's Pullman a it's a '90s sci-fi action movie. Yeah, and Randy Quaid mm-hmm. goes, "I'm home," and all you know, all that. It just makes you want to get like psyched. Are you this, are you sure, Clark? Yeah, it's, <laughs> you serious? You Clark? serious, Clark? Um, the the first one is the gift that uh, keeps on giving the whole year, Edward, and uh, and the sequel is is as bad as a sequel can get. Mm. Just. Bad, bad acting, bad writing. You keep waiting on Bill Pullman to give a speech, and he never does. And and he starts to at one point, and it's about three sentences long. Like like people are walking up to him, rallying around him. Like gather, there's a gathering happening. And like it's get, one of the lowest. It's one of the lowest points of the movie. And he They're just gives lose. up. 
Like it, it's it's they're gonna lose. He just gives and, up. Uh, and he and he start and he puts his cane down. And he's like, "We have to fight. We're gonna go on." I gotta pee. And he just like, no, just he does pee. not. He doesn't say that, but like he it's starts. Based- like the music starts building and the the crowd starts gathering around him as they realize what they're going to have to do and sacrifice to beat the enemy. And he, it doesn't even b- get to the point of the precipice of where it so, should have gotten. It is it is maybe 8 seconds long. It's no it's no Independence Day speech. It is not it's not even a third of that speech. Mm. It's a fraction of it. Would it, and, would the movie have been better if Will Smith would have been a? Like they're tricking you, yeah. Because it's like because you think he sets the cane down. It's this it's this epic shot of him leaning. He's he's dependent on this cane the whole movie, and he leans it up, up against the staircase. And all of the technicians and the pilots and everybody's just got their heads hanging. And he's in the center of like the command room or whatever. Or no, it's the it's the flight deck where all the ships are taken off from, and they're just you know. The world is gonna is gonna lose basically, and he just—I mean—he's like, you know, I remember a time when I thought we were gonna lose, yes, but we didn't. But we didn't. The end. <laughs> That's basically all it is. Rocking, rolling <laughs> the ship. I'm going. That's essentially it. Like, oh man, that's disappointing. And then he goes and shaves his beard off. Mm-hmm. That's or maybe he, maybe he shaved it off when he walked in there. I can't remember. However, it's just not a good movie. It's just not good. Oh wow! Like, they took themselves. They, I don't feel like they take, took themselves seriously with the first one very much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they they had fun with it, but they took themselves seriously this time. Oh no! Yeah, pretty sure. Vivica A. Fox is the only stripper who actually did turn in, who was stripping for money to go to medical college, medical school. <laughs> she's a doctor. No, she's not. She is. <laughs> it's bad. You made it, ladies. You made it. Uh, yeah. Let, I mean, <laughs> that trope, they paid it off for once. Well, good for them. Uh, it's it's a bad movie. It's just a bad like I, I like I had four hours on an airplane. And I was like I'll I'll kill it with it. No, it was just I should have watched Ghostbusters again. It was just a bad choice. <laughs> should have watched Ghostbusters again. Should have watched Ghostbusters. That's I mean that's a good that's a good life kind of lesson. Yeah, I should have watched much. Ghostbusters. Like that's. Um, so well, that disappoints Starting me. Way far off of that. No, I, I still need. I still need to see that moving. You you do just because you have to, mm-hmm. but you won't ever watch it again. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with just watching. Question people once. that bought it. I question people that bought it. Well, <laughs> I heard some good things. Like there were people that told me good things about it. I don't. I don't know what. They they said they really enjoyed it. That it was fun. Like visually, it's a feast. It's it's an amazing it's sight to look at. It is a feast. It is a feast, Steve Lawson. Mm-hmm. I never want to hear anybody bash Man of Steel again after the loss of life from this one. I mean, or Avengers. Are people still doing that though? I don't know. I don't know. It is it is on a catastrophic catastrophic scale in this movie. Well, at least it's Probably. the evil aliens doing it. I mean, if you combine twenty twelve. 
and and Independence Day and the day after tomorrow and what else did Emmerich do? Uh, there any more of those? I don't know. The, didn't, they, didn't they do? Oh, you said day after tomorrow, didn't you? Yeah. If you combine all those together, you probably still are not hitting the loss of life totaled in resurgence. Wow. Well, here's the thing that ticks me off more about that speech. Going back to that, the first thing you see in the movie, the first thing before the title of the film even comes up, is you see President Whitmore's speech from the first movie. Mm -hmm. And it's the aliens are are getting that um, transmission. Now, how they're watching it, I don't know. They're, they basically got a copy of Independence Day on DVD. They're not watching a news segment or anything. They're watching Independence Day. <laughs> they're watching Independence. They're they watching are, they're the movie. Watching Independence Day on the mothership. Oh man! And and getting pissed off at his speech, and basically it just all goes downhill from there. <laughs> That's all she wrote. That's it. Like like President Whitmore's speech from Independence Day is the best part of Independence Day Resurgence. Well, <laughs> it's the it's the it's the best part. Yeah, I here's I don't know. I just it makes me sad because like it's something I wanted for so long. I mean, Will Smith wouldn't even show up to this and did Suicide Squad instead. I mean that that's got to give you some. Well, how did you feel about Suicide Squad, by I the way? Suicide Squad. I was hoping it would be on the plane, and really? it wasn't. Well. I still haven't seen it. It's good. I'm going to wait till that extended cut comes out, and then I'll it's watch it. It's out now. It's not on DVD. Oh, it's on digital. Yeah. You don't do no digital? I'll red box that mother. I'll red box. Are you, do you want to brave the red box, Derek? I don't have a lot of good luck there, do I? No, that's it. Seems like it always seems like such a dangerous situation. I get chewed out every time I go to one. So, um, <clears throat> I need to go off topic real quick. Sure. The, Has- Not that I just didn't for the last fifteen. Uh, Hasbro has done. Oh, did you want to talk about the mummy trailer? No, God, no. Okay, we'll talk about that. In no, moment. I don't want to talk about that. We'll talk about the mummy trailer. I, but I don't want to talk about the mummy trailer. <laughs> But I don't want to be a pirate. We're going to talk about the mummy trailers. Steve. No. We're going to talk about Mission Impossible 7. <clears throat> mummy Impossible. Mummy Impossible. I love it. Done. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's what I thought when they were doing all the flipping around the train and then he comes back to life in the body bag. I hate that trailer, by the way. Do, must we revisit the mummy? It's Well, if we're going to do it, speaking of shared universes, if we're going to do the universal shared monster universe that we started with, I Dracula? What was the name of that movie? Dracula Untold? That's not part of it. Yes, it is. Really? I thought this was starting it. No, it, it, that Dracula Untold started it. Well, then I need to see that Dracula Untold. And the only reason it does is because I think there's a post-credit sequence that jumps ahead to like 2015. Shut up. To the to the pyramids uh, of Egypt. In the present day, Vlad meets a woman named Mina who strikingly resembles Marina in the streets of modern city London with the vampire who cursed Vlad. I never can say that right. I think it's Vlad. Vlad the the Impaler? Vlad the Impaler? Vlad the Impaler. 
watches him from afar. As they walk away, he follows behind them saying, let the games begin. Ooh. That's how that movie ends after the credits. Well, then I need to watch that movie. When's it gotten on Rotten Tomatoes? Must I? <laughs> Must we? But no, here's what here's what I wanted to talk about real quick is Hasbro has finally taken my idea and run with it. It's got a 23%, Steve. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Taking your idea of a shared universe? No, taking my idea with what to do with their toy line. With their three and three quarter inch toy line. These toys now come with the... Have you opened any... Did you buy any Rogue One toys? Uh, I bought some black series. I didn't buy any of the the three quarter what inch. What was that noise? Hard. I think somebody logged on Skype. Mm. Sorry. That's fine. Um, Please don't kill me. No, it's fine. I I am finally getting to open some of the three and three quarter inch toys that um, that I had gotten for Rogue One, mm-hmm. and um, they had they come with a little instruction book. You download an app, Star Wars Studio FX. You scan the Q code that's on this thing. And then that open, that unlocks an effect you can do. For example, I've got the Ray here, uh, from Mm -hmm. Jakku. That's like, she's got her goggles up. Um, and so when I scanned her thing, it gave me sandstorm. So you can film Ray or any of your figures for that matter. And it puts a, and and then you press play and it puts a sandstorm effect over whatever you filmed. Well, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And and way to go, Hasbro. Way to finally integrate technology. That's better than those little... Comtech chips? No, well... <laughs> no, I was going to say the... Uh, what was the thing you built with all the ones from the last one? Well, they still s- pack those little things in with them, but yeah. The thing called? A mini weapon. No, it was some kind of farming name. Oh, they had different stuff. Yes, one of, some of them were like tree trimmers and such as the Leia comes with um did you ever find a Leia no I still haven't she's out there now I'll go back to Walmart and see if they got another one um I'm sure that needs to be a Wesley Christmas present she comes with a zip line I mean that's pretty cool but how do you what do you do you film it with your phone yeah but how does Leia come down a zip line like you don't physically no, no, have no. a zip line. Her character comes with a you were no you were talking about the little mini things that, the little extra pieces that came with them. Okay, I was in, like I don't. In this line, Leia comes with a zip line, so it's not like you know tree shears or. <laughs> What's the name of the thing? The farming tool. I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. It was like off a comp crop. No, it was like C-O-M-P something. I was like, my grandfather had one of those. Why am I getting one with Kylo Ren? Like some kind of combine? Combine! (laughs) Oh, wait. Were they actually... Now I'm sitting here feeling stupid. Was it actually saying you could combine things? Yes, you can combine things. son of a... (laughs) Yeah, that was the whole point. You bought that whole little section of them and you could bind them into one way. Build a combine and cultivate your own star killer base. Never understood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown man. <laughs> I'm a grown. And that wraps us up on this episode of Geek Out Loud. I thought you, I thought you put everything together and you could build a combine. No, no, Derek. That's uh, you combine them all. No. <laughs>
fucking fastest on the rocks to lava. That's really- <laughs> no, you combine them all and you make you. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, what? What moisture evaporators are we building a combine for? <laughs> In fact, my goal with the whole with all those things was to like build a giant super Star Wars Voltron. God. Oh God, that is awful. Come on back to us when you're ready, Derek. Put the. <laughs> I emphasized it incorrectly. That's hilarious. Before Friday, I was like, "Why the hell am I building a combine?" <laughs> it, it does, but what's funny is it doesn't say build a combine. What's <laughs> something about a combine? No, I gotta go rethink my life choices. I need to go rethink my life. <laughs> I didn't understand. I didn't have anybody explain it to me. <laughs> Nobody told me. I didn't know. I didn't know. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> oh, combine. <clears throat> but anyhow, I've been saying Never for... Make that mistake again. I've been saying for a long time now that... Um, that Hasbro needed to work in some type of app with their three and three quarter inch line. And this is, you know, this is a great idea. It's a pretty cool idea. I think they also need to like the, uh, like the Comtech chips, take that idea to the app and have like a soundboard, like you scan in a code and you have a soundboard then of sounds that you can make for your characters and stuff. Not that I'm playing with my star Wars figures or anything, but should you, but should I, you know, uh, that would be an option. <laughs> um, Derek, before we go, because I know you got to go. I'm good. Really? I thought you were on lunch break. Ah, who cares? Work. I'm a reporter that doesn't know the difference between combine and combine. What? <laughs> I mean- <laughs> not needed too badly back then. <laughs> Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. This teaser yeah. has finally dropped. Uh, and, man. I... Have you seen Doctor Strange? No. I think you should. I'm I'm sure I will. I just haven't. It's worth your time. Uh, it's not going to blow your socks off like a Guardians 1. But I'm telling you, I just don't know... I'm still waiting on Marvel to just screw up so bad that they can't recover. Not waiting in a good way, but I'm like, it has to happen at some point. Right? I mean, like, they can't keep rolling out things that I'm absolutely super excited about and deliver every time. Um, I mean, I would argue that, well, that's, me personally, I hated Civil War, so... Oh, that's right. You guys were my buzzkill on Civil War. <clears throat> I watched it the other night, and I still love it. I watched it on the plane. Yeah. I, I thought you watched Independence Day 2 on the plane. I had to come back. Oh. <laughs> there were two flights, Clawson. <laughs> combined. I built a combine. Combined. <laughs> oh, I'm never going to live that one down. Well, but the Guardians... Volume two, I mean, it's really it's a tra- it's a teaser, and it's more than anything, it's really just some smash cut to some you know some hero action shots and and two little scenes. 
one being the ra- the the rocket and Groot, and then the other being um, Mantis at the end, mm-hmm. and and it's all kind of centered around them fighting some big tentacled monster. For the most part, except where Groot grabs that dude by the legs and throws him off the bridge. <laughs> yeah, and but- I think that that scene is the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. them fighting that tentacled monster oh no i think i thought the i think the beginning of the scene is them with the work you see group trip that dude up um no that the movie i believe is is them fighting this tentacled monster i don't know i don't I know because because i know that one of the things they do early on is go get um uh yondu's mohawk go get his fin like that was something that came out at Comic Con. Was that? I don't. I know it only takes place like a few months, like a couple of months after the first one. Right. Oh my gosh! But, dude, like if because I, I think they get hired to take down the squid thing. Okay. Well, I and some people were trying to connect that squid thing to Doctor Strange at one point. I think. Oh really? <clears throat> well, they saw some tentacles in in like some art or like in the Comic Con footage or whatever. And um, and then they saw tentacles at something to Doctor Strange, and they thought it was all the same thing, but it's not. I don't think. I don't think. But I will just say this, that everything, like, remember the teaser for the teaser that James Gunn put out a couple of weeks ago? Mm-hmm. That was the, uh, you just need to find a woman who is pathetic like you. Mm-hmm. There's some dancers, and then there are those who don't Right. Dance. I mean, that mess... Yeah. That mess was awesome. This mess with Rocket and Groot and the bomb is awesome. I am Groot. The I am Groot. I am uh-huh. Groot. Uh huh. I am Groot. No, <laughs> no, you idiot! Don't press that button. Anyone got any tape? <laughs> Does anybody have any tape? If anybody's gonna have tape, it's you. <laughs> You've we got an wait. atomic weapon in your back pocket. <clears throat> we are wasting valuable time. Um, I I forgot what I was about to say. I have no recollection. Well, Maybe Groot's adorable. Oh, I would love to see. You know, there is a Groot script that James Gunn has said only he and Vin Diesel have. When he writes the script, he also writes a Groot script. And in the Groot script, Vin Diesel's lines, what the meaning of I am Groot mm-hmm. is, is, is there instead of I am Groot, the actual dialogue. And only he and Vin Diesel know what he's saying. Huh? And I, he's, he's tweeted pictures of it before. Yeah. Of the, the Groot uh, version. And uh, it's just funny to see. I'd, I'd love to know, but obviously you can figure that one out pretty good. Push yeah. the red button. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and then he just runs away. I am Groot. This isn't going to be good. But then you get to the end and he's there with Mantis and and what and Drax in both of these things that we've seen him in, you know, with the do you need a hug? No, I'm good. And then he just hugs him anyway to this point here where he's just laughing. She just told your deepest darkest secret. Do me, do me now. I just um I'm on board for this thing, man, and cannot wait. And the use of Fox on the Run was fantastic. Yes. yes. I'm really hopeful for um, volume two, the mix, volume two, not the movie. Well, yeah, 
another great uh, soundtrack. That's the other thing that came out of the first one was that awesome mix volume one. And then, you know, and I was asking right after the, I'm like, I got to know what's on volume two. Yeah. And, uh, and thing we know now, I assume by the use of Fox on the run, it will be on the soundtrack. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you go by what they did with uh, Blue Swede yeah. in the original. And, um, James Gunn has said Fleetwood Max the Chain uh, is going to be. Oh, yeah. There as well. So. Oh, gosh. I am. There's a shot that I love, and it's Groot riding on Rocket as they're spinning around shooting. And then yes. It's, an exact, yes. it's an exact visual parallel from the first from movie Rocket, of Rocket Groot. on Groot. That's right. Um, that makes me really happy. But yeah, I, I, we already can tell Groot's going to steal the show in this one. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, this is... Who knew going into the first one that people would come away loving a talking raccoon in a tree? Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the magic of this. And, um, you know, I've heard people say, well, and honestly, dude, like when you watch Doctor Strange you come away loving a cape. Yeah. And and it's the and it, and that's kind of been what Marvel has done well in a lot of these in a lot of these movies is is they take these things that you think are just too out there and and somehow make you fall in love with them whether it's the cloak of levitation, a talking raccoon or a tree or in the case of like Ant-Man when <laughs> When Antony gets shot, you're like, "What? No, that yeah. is you don't take out the ant." You know, and so I am. I, I, I just like I say, I know that there. I know that you guys didn't like you and, and I, by you guys, I mean you and Sheena breaking my heart, not liking Civil War, and I also know like you're not a, the biggest fan of Iron Man too. But I just I, there's not been a Marvel movie that I walk away from thinking, "Well, that was just utter crap." I've never walked away thinking it's utter crap. There's just ones I like more than others, sure. and at the bottom of that list are definitely Iron Man Two and right. Civil War. I think I think the strongest points of Civil War were Ant Man and Spider Man, which were hours away from seeing the first trailer for that. Now we saw a teaser for it yesterday. Web Wings. Everyone's With all about the Web Wings. How about that? What's that? With him and Happy. Yes. Yes. John yeah. Favreau returning to the role of Happy in uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Happy and an uh, upgrade suit from Stark uh, with the web wings, which is, I'm glad to see something we've never seen in the movies before if we're having to sit through another Spider-Man movie. That's right. <laughs> well. Well, I mean, how many have I, have I been alive for now? All of them. Yeah. Where's the case? Okay. Every, the case. every, every time we get a reboot, so I'm, I'm just glad to see. Well, you realize these I, comics come out every month with these characters, right? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't take a whole lot of work. Okay, so what's your point? I'm just... It's just... Uh, we have to get invested in something else again. It's just... Uh, these are big budget franchise movies. And and when you watch the same story play out... I don't think they're going to do an origin story, though. No, they're not. And I'm happy for that. I'm right. happy that we got Peter's origin story summed up in a narrative, in a monologue, basically. Mm-hmm in his bedroom with Tony Stark in Civil War that we don't have to spend time on that anymore. Right. I'm just anxious to see. They keep talking about this like it's going to be a John Hughes movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested to see how that plays out. Well, it's here. Something different enough that I don't feel like I've watched it five times before now. Well, he's, 
I guess we did kind of see Andrew Garfield in high school, but Andrew Garfield didn't look like a high schooler. The thing about... Um, well, neither did Tobey Maguire. Right. Well, Tobey Maguire, when we meet him, he's like about to graduate. Yeah. Like, so, and there's even, we even see his graduation in that first Spider-Man. Um, the, uh, what's the kid's name that's playing Spider-Man? I can't think of his name. Anyhow, he... Uh, Tom, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom, uh, Tom Arnold? Tom Hardy. Hardy. <laughs> I thought you said Tom Arnold. Isn't it Tom Hardy? No, Tom Hardy is Bane. I'm not Spider-Man. I wear a different mask. Darth Vader breathing. Darth Vader breathing. Tom who? Hardy. Oh, no, it's Holland. Holland. Tom Holland. Kid looks like he's in high school. I'm sorry. I mean, he, he's, he looks like he's in high school. He, you know, he's got that uh, Queen's accent he's putting on. And... I don't know. To me, this feels like, again, the moment we saw him and Tony talking in the Civil War, and when that conversation's over, like, I felt bad. There was part of me that felt guilty because I'm like, well, this is what we've been missing from Spider-Man all along. Even though I loved, you know, two-thirds of the Tobey Maguire movies. Um, I'll even go further than that. I'll say I loved, I liked four, three-fifths of the, <laughs> two-thirds. What's well, huh? bigger than two thirds, but not all? Uh, there are parts of Spider-Man Three that I like. Which part? The birth of Sandman. Okay. And some of the Sandman fights are pretty cool. Like that first Sandman fight is pretty cool. That's about it. Kind of dug Ven- Venom in Three. Eh. I didn't like Tover Grace, but... I felt like Venom deserved a lot more than just kind of being like the, oh, we're tacking Venom on here. But anyhow, that was me. Um, I liked some of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man stuff, you know? Like, it felt like the first one, it's like, okay, we're going somewhere, we're going somewhere, and then the second one's like, where the heck did we go? Well... I kind of like, there's an alternate ending to two where he's at the cemetery Mm -hmm. and his dad comes walking up. Oh, yeah? And then it becomes this whole new, and now I'm going to have to tell you why, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a cliffhanger with him walking up. How are you still alive kind of thing. Right. Um, What are you even doing here? yeah, so you know, I was kind of looking forward to that, and then of course they didn't end up using didn't end up using that ending, and then they just got the whole thing done, right? Close the whole franchise, just finished it all off. They were just done. Yeah, they're just like, screw, well, screw it, it died with them as long. Yeah, they were like, screw you all, we're done yeah. with you. Let me tell you what I don't like that people are doing these days. I don't What's like that? I don't like that people are using. Uh, filters and effects to um, show what they're calling leaked footage from like Comic-Con and stuff. What do you mean? Well, like like there's a Thor Ragnarok teaser trailer going around that people say is like it's Comic-Con, it's leaked from Comic-Con footage. Uh-huh. And what it is, it's what those, it's what people do where they kind of take stuff from other movies and all. And throw it, and they put like a filter over it to make it look like it's Uh-oh. like they yeah, were watching. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. 
it just kind of irks me. It makes me sad that people would do that. I do like that Thor thing from Comic Con with his roommate. Yes. That made me happy. Yes. That is some funny stuff. It is. I'm getting. All right. I'm getting. Mummy. No. No reason we're here. Mm -mm, We got to go. What? We got to go. No. Yeah. What? The mummy. Mm -mm. No, we got to go. The the email is uh, geekoutonline at gmail.com. Geekoutonline at gmail.com. You can follow Derek on Twitter at WD Russell. I'm at Steve Glosson. You can follow Geek Out Loud at Geek Out Loud. You can follow the entire Goldiverse at Goldiverse. Don't forget you can support us at patreon.com slash geekoutloud. Or uh, it's the Christmas season. If you're doing some shopping on Amazon or what have you, use the Amazon links. We also have Entertainment Earth links and Think Geek links at uh, geekoutonline.com and geekoutpodcast.com. When you use those links, it helps us out tremendously. And uh, this month already, even without there being a ton of shows so far this month, um, you guys have been great about using those Amazon links, and uh, and and we are quickly moving to having. So, at, we're on pace to have the best month ever we've ever had with Amazon links. So thank you guys for that, and uh, and we look forward to bringing you more content as uh, as I continue to get the new Gulliver Studios finished and set up, and uh, and and looking forward to some good times. Derek, I know we've got some Flash and some Supergirl to talk soon. We do. We've uh, one episode of the Flash got posted uh, at the time of this recording. I don't know when this is coming out, but got posted yesterday. And uh, so we've only got uh, on the Flash side of things, we've only got the invasion to crossover and uh, the mid-season finale, the present to mm-hmm. discuss. Uh, on the Supergirl side of things, we've got uh, three episodes to discuss, and uh, that's changing um, the Darkest Hour, I believe, and. Uh, Medusa. So yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I'll give you a spoiler alert right now. Um, the the mid season finale of Flash has made me turn the corner. Oh really? So I really liked what they did with everything. Yeah. You were pleased. I, I watched was, it. Uh, I watched it this morning. It I did next. too. Really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I was expecting Mark Hamill to have a bigger presence. I was too. I guess I was disappointed by that, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It was still good to see him and. Old John ship. Wesley Go. ship, yeah, yeah, good stuff. So, uh, and we've got some Smallville we got to talk at some point. Yep, need to get caught back up uh, there and uh, try to get through, uh, keep our heads down and get through season one over at smallvillepodcast.com. So we'll be back on that soon as well. It's Lexmas time. Well, it's not in season one. It's not, but yes, I'm just. Let's talk about Lexmas, okay, or the Mummy. Let's talk about the mommy. No, let's go. We'll see you guys next time on Geek Out Loud. Put me down. I love to groove and boogie. Yeah. Show you some dance moves. No, I don't want you to. If I had your giant feet out there on the beach, could have outrun those birds. You're a psycho wiener. Let me grab my.